Hello. What are you eating over there? I'm not. You know, listen. Beacon of help over here, Kyle. <laughs> beacon of help. <laughs> I haven't touched the food today. Really? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Solid. Nothing. I, I not ate, one thing. I ate four of those uh, uh, Korean ramen packs and passed right. out. Right. Passed out. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> passed out. I got so... You called me. I was in the middle of, of a coma. I I barely even remember talking to you. I just remember you said you said to call you at five. So here we well, are. So, I, you know, I was going to start the podcast off and say, did I wake you? Or are you like, do you need more sleep? I mean, I don't want to, you know, ruin your your sleep. No, no, we'll 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 trudge through. I'm sure you've got a lot of good stories today, so we'll uh, we'll well, let's, not, let's not go that far. We'll let we'll let Jesus take the wheel, and uh, you can you can drive the car today. Yeah, well, let Jesus take the wheel. So, so you're on autopilot right now. Is <laughs> yes, what you're I am. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I I haven't even I haven't even fought with your mom today. That's how out of it I am. No, no. <laughs> Although I did get my revenge on her yesterday when she started getting she, your mom I, yeah. does not learn you and and let's just put it this way you are the instigator you you tagged her or I don't know how it even came about some little back some little back and forth on Instagram where uh, she started taking jabs at me like I never said I was dieting right now and. uh and she, and I said, listen, I know you're not on your diet. And she said, oh, that was just yesterday. Today, I'm back on it today. And I was like, yeah, I, I think all I replied was, sure, sure. And then later that day, uh-huh. I, I got the, I got the, uh, I may have even met, I may have also even said the, the curse hasn't been lifted yet. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and then I think I checked in with you later. And you were giving me the uh, update on what you guys were having for dinner. And and your mom, you, you said your mom was stuffing her face with all kinds of bad foods again. I was like, yeah, that 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 uh that proclamation lasted about six hours that she was back on her diet. <laughs> well, listen, don't let her fool you. I tried to video her yesterday shoving French fries down her face, but she was very very smart to the fact that this was going to happen, and she was protecting herself. I was like, don't worry, I'm going to tell him. He's going to know. <laughs> like this is not this isn't going you know. This this new war. So you've now feuded. You feud, you have a feud with my son, my daughter, and now my mother of all people. You are an animal. <laughs> Although Marco's baby. I mean, who else are we feuding with uh, here? Well, I mean, always Disco Inferno. Always Disco. I you know today I <sighs> I happened to come across on Facebook a a video uh, from him in Impact Wrestling where uh, they were making him wear a turkey suit for some reason. Right. So I went to Google to uh, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it was probably I assume a Thanksgiving episode of uh, right. Impact, and uh, I I went to Google and downloaded a couple images to post for uh, Thanksgiving uh, in a day or two of him oh, in of him Lord. in the turkey suit. So yeah, yeah. So I'm feuding with Disco Inferno. I'm feuding. I mean, listen. I'm not actively feuding with your kids, all right? I think that's kind of settled down into like a uh, just a simmering back burner kind of heat set on low. Uh, you know, 
I don't. I don't. I think maybe even you and your daughter, me and your daughter, have don't really have any ongoing thing anymore. I mean, you know, she may not like me, but you know, right. I, I can live with that. Uh, your 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 boy Nick, he's just a dick. Uh, hence the nickname Nick the Dick. Uh, and I think, uh, I mean, I'll fight him anytime he wants. I'll fight him any anytime, any anywhere, any place. And your mom's just ridiculous. I mean, I forget. I mean. Didn't she started this whole thing? Didn't she? She took. She the, did. She took the she shot took at me. Shot. So so don't she make did. it like I'm the fucking bad guy in, in all of this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are the bad guy, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of like I. <laughs> I don't know how I'm the bad guy. I I really don't. But uh, if you want to just throw that out there like that and, and leave it unanswered, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I mean, <laughs> let's see. Who else am I feuding with? Nothing. I mean, listen, I... Everyone. You're fucking... You're, like, the most hated man in I mean, there's, podcasting. I mean, I might have a little heat with Marco still, where I take my, like, you know, my playful jab at him, like you sometimes take a shot at Blake. Right. Uh, but right. Uh, that's it. That's it. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, so you got nothing today? What am I supposed to have? This is this was always your show. That's, here we go. It's my show. It's my show when you don't have anything. <laughs> Always my show. Well, it was, well, it's called the furlough files because you're the one that got furloughed. And I said, right, do you want right. to do a podcast? And and right. this was your podcast. So, you know. Yeah, you're right. I know. Well, I, we'll, we'll start off with, uh, yeah. you know, I know we talked about Knicks basketball. So we had another game <laughs> oh, since, since our last. Uh, so we had a game last night. Uh, we won again. We're 3-0. Jeez. So 3-0. So. Let well, me just. T- what's the difference? Ahead. Coaching change, pers- uh, players. Uh, coaching, they're motivated more, probably because of the coaching. Yeah. Uh, but this game, my brother went to. My brother played basketball. Uh, he was really good. So he went. First time he's ever seen Nick play live. Uh, you know, Nick actually played pretty decent. So it was great, fine. But let me tell you something. I don't know this new coach yet because he's not introduced himself to like the parents. We've not had a parent meeting. Any of this. This amateur, his iPad memory was full and could not record the game. Okay. That would have never happened if I was in charge. He did not rehire me. You know, I didn't I didn't make the cut when the other coach quit. He didn't rehire me to film. What do you mean by rehire? So, were you ever were you ever hired or were you just Well listen, I was paid with a gift card. Oh that was that's re-gifted. true. That's true. The so, re the regift the, the regifting re-gifting. gift card. So he, the amateur, doesn't have his iPad. So now, you know, I have my iPad, and the kid that he had filming is like, hey, coach's iPad is full. He can't film. And I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> and he's like, well, you have your iPad. I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not filming the whole game. I'm going to sit with my family. I'm only going to film when Nick's in. And I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop when he comes out. Like, I'm not filming the whole game. Like, you have not introduced yourself. You have not... You know, I mean, I never got the nod that I'm the guy. Like, I, I got fired from my job. So. Look at you, Mister, Mister. Right. Like, you just want someone to come over and kiss the ring. I mean, that, right? Don't want to help the your kids' team. You don't want to help the other parents. You don't want to help your son's coach. See, no, it's a simple like, hey, man. <laughs> no. So I filmed like the beginning of the game, and I don't have my tripod that I bought doesn't fit my iPad, so I have to hold it. Well, after like one quarter, I, I was done. I'm not filming anymore. Of course, that when I stopped, I didn't film the rest of the game. Nick did well. And he's like, you didn't film? I was like, no. He's like, I'll watch coaches film. I was like, yeah, about that. <laughs> Good luck with that. There's no film of that either. <laughs> so I didn't film. But, uh, yeah, so yesterday the uh, the referees 
they were horrible. So, you know, we're doing the jaw jacking like usual. Well, a kid on the other side, could have been me, but he makes a bad call. And uh, he actually stopped the game because some fans were booing him. I've never heard of this ever. So there was like a crowd to the left. They were booing his bad call. And he stopped the game because he didn't like they were booing him and had the athletic director go over there and warn them for booing him. So what do you think happens when that, you know, occurs is that, is that, um, you know, we all start booing on the other side of the court now. So he's got the left side booing where he's giving them the warning because he doesn't like the booing. Then the right side starts booing. And me, of course, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just screaming at him. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, you shouldn't even ref. Get off the court. So now the guy's frazzled. Like, he doesn't know where to look. Uh, you know, and it's like, what, you know, my dad's screaming, like, you know, referee shouldn't pay attention to the crowd. You know, he's screaming at him. And the guy was getting it from all over. But we got a... They got. They warned all the fans. They were warning. Can't boo the referee. Feelings were hurt. So right. never heard of that ever. Uh, probably shouldn't be refereeing, man. If that's the case, if you're you that, know? if you're that fragile, because you right. you know that comes with the territories. Somebody's right. not going to agree with your call. That's like being a bad guy in wrestling and getting upset because the fans are booing you. Right. Like you know, like. Yeah, like the, really upset, not like fake wrestling. Upset. Yeah, in like real sports, the ref is always the bad right. guy. Right, right. It's like, why is he listening to the crowd? It's odd. It's very odd. So, because uh, yeah, we got one, when you, but we won when, big. So. When a, when there's a, in a real sporting event, at the end of a real sporting event, you will right. he, definitely hear people shit on the refs. You never hear people. You've never heard at the end of a game going, "I thought the refereeing was fantastic in this game." Right. Right, 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 yeah. Like, you've got to know what you're getting into, right? Right. Right, yeah, nobody's ever said that, no. So, yeah, I never heard of you warning, you know, warning for booing. I never heard of that in my life. So, we got the warning, whatever, we won big. Uh, and uh, I kind of, like, lost my voice again. It's been happening. I've been, I've been screaming a lot this year. I'm losing my voice a little bit, so. We can't a little raspy that. today, a little raspy. Can't have that. Raspy. No, right? I mean. Couldn't do the show without me. So. Uh, uh, like an, ad- you could uh, say you've got a sports-related injury. <laughs> <laughs> sports-related injury. <laughs> uh, horse, Charlie horse? No, no, no. My throat. Yeah, I'm screaming, been yelling, <laughs> been yelling at my kids' basketball game. <laughs> right. Yelling at everybody I can. But uh, yeah, so, um, but funny, <laughs> funny story. When we walk in. We walk into the game, and it's like me, my mom, my dad, and my brother. And we walk in and kind of like, you know, looking at the lay of the land. Where are you going to sit? The girls' game's going on, you know, just kind of like looking around. And I'm standing like within two spots of a police officer. Like that's where I stopped. I literally just stopped to look. We all did. This guy, he literally looks at me and puts his hand on his gun. And I'm like, so I look look over my dad. My dad's like, what the fuck? So the guy kind of like steps back and like walks away. I guess I got too close to him. Uh, my what dad is like, Did he just put his hand all, on his gun? All these like tenderfoot, delicate people. Right. And I'm like, he did, like, he literally was like nervous. But there was like two, you could fit two more people in between me and him. It wasn't like I was on his hip. Uh, and he kind of like backed away. And I was like, I was like, do I, like, I don't know. Do I come off like the guy that's about to grab it from you at a basketball game with an iPad in his hand and his mom and dad? And weird. So, uh, yeah, so uh, it ended up, too, that after the game, that police officer 
told the coach that he didn't think the team was playing with chemistry. Uh, they were yelling at each other. Um, and I said, and the, I guess the coach brought it up to the team after the game. We won by like 25 points. And I'm like, who the fuck is this cop upstairs to tell anybody who's playing who, where, how, or where? Right. So, uh, yeah, they uh, had to have practice today. And uh, some kids had to run because the police officer said that they were not playing as a team. And I'm like, who the hell is he to say that? He was up top watching, you know? Very yeah, it's not like even yeah. had any any not like one of his kids was on the team or anything. No, and we won by a lot, so it's like it's weird. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the sensitive area is running strong here in uh, well that and the south side of Atlanta. That and the era of everyone feels the need to share their opinion, and right, and right. the era where uh, the like you know the coach or the co- company in that instance. Uh, uh, jumps through flaming hoops off of everyone's singular stupid opinion, right. uh, the uninformed right. opinion. Like, like yeah. those kids had to run because some stupid cop that may know nothing about nothing, other right. than other than shoot first, ask questions later, uh, thought the team <laughs> wasn't playing wasn't playing with any chemistry. This is ridiculous. Right, right. So it brings me to this today. I, I actually came with another story. Should, I, like, I'm even. You My should. stories are all segueing into each other. Oh, here we not go. notice this. So, anybody who watches pro wrestling knows last night a fan on WWE Monday Night Raw jumped over the barricade and attacked the wrestler Seth Rollins. You don't do that in wrestling. I That's just like a big no-no. I just re- I just did you see that tweet I sent the group? Uh, I yes. That so like he, he got, got catfished. He got catfished. He may not be all mentally there. And Did like, you not see the video I sent? No. Oh, go watch. There's a video of his like him detailing like everything. He truly believed he was talking to WWE superstar Seth Rollins on WhatsApp, and he even gave this person money. So he was totally catfished, and he jumped the guardrail last night to attack Seth Rollins because Seth stole his money and never came through with the free tickets, <laughs> which was nothing was true of that. But in the wrestling world, you don't do that. Fans don't cross the barrier. If you cross the barrier, it's all it's free fair game. game. It's fair game, yeah. Right. So last night, the guy jumped the barrier. Rollins, he tackled Rollins pretty good. Rollins had him like a front face choke. He came in hot. Like, he had a running, yeah. running spear. A like, running start. It right. looked good. Like Goldberg. Right? Yeah. So Edge. Um, yeah. Uh, what? You can't say Goldberg? Well, I, you know, people it may offend th- you because you're a Goldberg fan. No, 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 I'm just saying because because uh, I think Goldberg's lost a step, so some people might, you know, think it's still. Oh, you know, okay, yeah. Well, anyway, he spears in the kind of tussle. Security comes, they get the guy, they arrest him, whatever, blah blah blah. It's a no no, but it brought me to think about a situation. It actually happened to me in a match. Uh, this was back in the day. We were outside wrestling at a show. And funny thing is, is a couple things happened that night uh, before. First of all, you know, we, me and Eric were wrestling a tag team match against two other guys. And uh, we were outside. It was on a baseball field or something. I was at FAU in Boca Raton, Florida. So we uh, were you know, getting ready for the match. And one of the wrestlers uh, who I spoke about recently, Hack Myers, for some reason, forgot his wrestling boots. 
I don't know why. Drugs probably. So he was like, can I borrow your boots? And I'm like, well, dude, we're on after you. He's like, look, I will do the match. I will literally come right back. You can put the boots on and go out there. Anybody that puts on wrestling boots knows it takes, especially for out of shape people, which at that time I wasn't really out of shape, but it takes forever to put your wrestling boots on. So he does the match. He come, runs back, throws me the boots. So now I'm trying to get the boots on as our music's playing. So I'm fucking, oh, shit, shit, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I'm getting them on. I go out there. My boots are half tied. They're not even laced. I'm like, you know, I'm a fucking mess. So as they announced the other team, I told them, take your time, go around the ring, give, you know, high fives, blah, blah, blah. So I get my boots on. So already I'm like, I'm already frazzled. The match starts. I'm in the ring. We're doing something. We end up like all four guys come in and we're fighting. And Eric and the other guy go outside the ring. And I'm in the ring with the other guy and we're, we're going, going. And I look over at one point and I'm like, I, I can tell like something's going on to the right of me. And I look again and they're in the crowd, literally brawling fans. So now I look at the other guy. I was like, we have to go help them. We get out of the ring. The match just stops. We hop over the guardrail. What happened was is some of the uh, FAU students thought wrestling was real. And when they came out to fight near the barricade, one of the guys slapped the other, not Eric, he slapped the other guy in the back. The other guy turned turned around and fucking popped him. Right. You don't put your hands on wrestlers. It's a no-no. You don't do that. Like, this may be a fake sport, but I promise you there's a lot of guys who will kick your ass. So the guy pops them. They start going at it. They go into the crowd. Eric goes to save them. So now me and the other guy go in. And it was like it was like students versus wrestlers. I mean, we were just throwing haymakers. Everybody was just it was a brawl. Like it was a brawl until we finally. So like, did you did you did you hit anyone? What yeah, you- well, yeah. We I went over the because I was like I'm not going to let my boys get beat up. You know, uh, we're just throwing haymakers. And then finally, it kind of got separated. We went back in the ring. We went back over the guardrail, and those guys were all like you know frazzled at the the students, and we went back in the ring. Literally just started the match as if nothing happened. Went back, uh, yeah. And they got escorted out and kicked out of the building. And uh, we went back to have the match as nothing. But that was the the only time that's ever happened in 20 years of wrestling. Uh, but I'll never forget. We were, like, throwing punches back and forth. And I could see it. I'm like, something's going on. So, like, I hit the guy one more time. And I hit him a second time. I was like, stay down. So I could look. And I looked over. I was like, we got to go. Like, we got to go. Like, they were just brawling in the crowd. But, uh. It was like a group of like four or five kids, and they thought they were, you know, funny. I don't know. But once they got their ass handed to them, they backed off. But in wrestling, that's a no-no, man. You don't jump in the ring. You don't jump the barricade. Um, any of that stuff. Yeah. I saw I saw, I saw. saw Seth was taking a lot of uh, uh, criticism by some of the some of the boys, uh, some, you know, old school guys, but also some of the, uh, some of his generation's guys about him. Right him not doing anything about it like you know uh you know right like i guess just basically accusing him of being kind of a pussy uh for not not beating the shit out of this guy because i mean look you kind of have to do it especially when it's being filmed like that so that other people know like oh if i do that i'm getting my i might get like brain damage from the beating i'm gonna take like it's not worth right, it. right. you gotta you gotta make it clear it's not worth doing it you step over the barricade and and get physical right. you with gotta someone, know this there's gonna be a heavy 
toll to pay. Uh, otherwise, like people watch this, they go, oh, this guy tackled Seth. Uh, they rolled around for a little bit and they and then they yanked him out. That looked like fun. I'll go do that. And then, then I'll become famous, you know, for right. two minutes. No, you got to. Right. It was it was insane. Right. It's got to like, be a huge whole... deterrent. You got to you, like right. you got to watch that and be like, oh, that was, like Seth sort of. Should have like when they were like pinning him down, probably should have taken a kick or two to the guy's head. Right, like right. fuck he it, right. you know. And, and and you know now I see the videos. The kid is is you know maybe he's not all there. So right, yeah. You know, but you got to think too. But but that doesn't but like there's that doesn't situations. change. That doesn't no, change right. what everyone sees later. Right, because he could have stabbed him. He could have done anything. You right, know? I mean, right, right, right. Any of that, right? So just crazy, but uh. Yeah, that, that that story popped in my head today. There's the there only time it's ever happened to me uh, where we had to get, like, real, you know. Now, there's other stories I have where I had to get real in the ring with guys. Um, I can specifically think of one. It was other wrestlers, not fans. And it involves our our, uh, our boy J.B. Cool and his partner yeah. uh, at the time. Which I don't remember the guy's name. He was so irrelevant. Let's hear that one. Um, so me and Eric were working a match, and uh, – Working a wrestling match against JB Cool, who I started with 20 years ago, and some other guy I don't remember his name. Uh, we were and the funny thing is, is we were in a gym. There was not very many people there, and for some reason, they rented a boxing ring instead of a wrestling ring. Now, if anybody wants to know the difference, wrestling rings are bouncy. Uh, you know, it's it's made it's made the bounce make noise. Boxing rings are dead flat, and you can't fall on a boxing mat like you do a wrestling mat. It doesn't move. It's literally like thump, hard as a rock. It's also, I think, the ropes aren't usually strong, no, tight, right. and there's like a fourth. Right. There's a fourth one, isn't there, for boxing? Yes, right. So yeah. there was. So this is to the turnbuckles are different. Yeah. So they rent this boxing ring. Like I, you know, of course, JB, cool. Of course, you rent the boxing ring. Uh, it's probably twenty so bucks cheaper. Right, probably. So, um, so we start the match. It's not like he gave us the extra money, but. Uh, the match starts, and um, me and the other guy in the ring, and it kind of like, you know, you plan stuff in wrestling. You talk about it, you plan it out before you go out there. <laughs> we get out there, and the guy's kind of like going rogue. And I'm like, this is nothing we planned. So maybe he forgot, because I forget all the time. So I was like, hey, you forget the spot? And he's like, no, nah, fuck that spot. And I'm like, what? We've never had heat with these guys before. We've never been in an argument with them before. So it was totally, I was like, What? And he starts shooting on me. And shooting is like he's starting to fight for real. So next thing I know, we're throwing real punches. Like, he's hitting me for real, so I start hitting him back for real. Well, it's starting to get a little out of hand, and the referee kind of kind of notices but doesn't. I just looked back at Eric, and I just said, like, I gave him a look. Me and Eric had this, we wrestled so much together that if I gave him a certain look, he knew what that meant, and he knew this was getting real. I gave him the look. He didn't even tag in. He literally just came in the ring and just just punched the dude, like just punched him. Yeah. And uh, I started. We kind of like started like for real, like just jumping him almost. And then JB came in, and JB had nothing to do with it. And he came in and was like, you know, whoa, what the hell's going on? And I was like, yo, your boy is like, he's shooting on me. Like this is bullshit. So JB gets him out of the ring. We end up finishing the match and. We get in the back, and the guy's like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, I was just trying to make it look real. I was like, nah, bro. Like, th- first of all, it's not real. This is not real. It's fucking fake. Stop it. 
Second right. of all, like you don't punch somebody for real. Well, you know, like I figured because you know we we're in the boxing ring and maybe it was a boxing crowd. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, got, maybe you don't understand. He got right. confused because he was in a boxing right. ring. <laughs> right. And, and like I'm like, this, this crowd's here to see wrestling. All 14 people. Right. I was like, you never do that shit again because like he's like, well, I figured once you guys started hitting me back that this was wrong, and I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, how did you not know that? Like, like you. I'm glad you almost got killed in there. I'm glad at some point your brain kicked in. <laughs> right. Well, and then, and he's lucky JB saved him because we were pummeling homie there. He was getting pummeled. Yeah. So, you know, but uh, JB kind of saved his ass. But yeah, I mean, it's it's happened a couple times where guys got a little stiff and and but but I'm the same way. Like I, if me and me and you know guy was in the ring, I didn't like. I would I would definitely. Pop get a little harder on yeah, them. Get a little, yeah. get a little stiff. Right. But yeah. there's a difference between being stiff. A little bit. Being snug or and stiff. Being real. Yeah. Right. And just, yeah. And hurting, trying to hurt somebody. Right, right. Because I would never intentionally hurt anybody except for the time I tried to kill Trevor. But that was besides the point. Well, yeah. listen, I, I want to hear that one again because uh, I was kind of there. Well, wait, was I there? Was that the birthday one or was that the... It was the birthday party. Yeah, see, I wasn't at the birthday party. Birthday That's why party. I'm always like... I, oh, you weren't at the birthday. No, party. I, but so I was at the one that. where you threw a chair at him. It wasn't me that threw the chair. It was JoJo. Okay, that's where I was confused. With. Yeah, at the bike. That was the biker show, right? Yeah, yeah. And wasn't he like in the front row of chairs? Like he, was. he got he, thrown onto so, the chairs and then JoJo threw a chair at him. Okay, yeah, what yeah. What happened? Well, here's the story. Here's the story. <laughs> Untold story. So JoJo's a, is a friend of, of mine. He's a wrestler. Uh, we all know him. Um, we were wrestling Trevor, who is another guy in the wrestling business. And, uh, you know, I have no ill will towards him these days. But there was a little bit of animosity. And, and, and I think so they didn't – he didn't want to work with me and JoJo because we were known as the older veterans who were really stiff and tight. Like we were really – you know, we would lay our stuff in because we didn't want it to look weak. Well, but you know, uh, well, uh, also you two were really kind of assholes at that point. You two were right, very vocal, right. especially towards him. You were vocal. You didn't like that generation right. of guys. You thought oh, they were because all because they didn't earn it. Yeah, okay. But I'm just saying, you were. It's not like it was totally unwarranted that someone wouldn't like you right, or right, want to work with right. you at that no. point. No, oh, it was you totally were, warranted. You were literally kicking your at that point the your actions and the way you behave right. you were kicking yourself out of the wrestling door <laughs> you know right you were, right. Yeah. i was right yeah because because it was just it wasn't that generation pissed me off they were fucking <laughs> lazy and bunch of pussies so the, the he did not want to work with us and we call kind of started to call stuff in the back and he was really like hesitant like well i don't want to do that i don't want to do this and we were being fair. Like, it wasn't like we were trying to, like, make them look bad. And uh, the match starts, and he, like, kind of refused to get in the ring. And I think I took a bottle of water and threw it at him. And he – we got in there, and yeah, then, like, I, I think JoJo hit, JoJo hit him a little too hard. And he didn't like it, so he rolled out of the ring. And then he was like, I'm not getting back in. And he, like, didn't want to call the re- – he didn't want to finish what we called. And JoJo just took a chair and just tossed it. And it literally wrapped around his head. But you're talking like it was a good distance. It wasn't like he was standing next to him. Right. I think he threw it from the ring. Right? If I remember. It it, it was he propelled it. Yeah. It had to travel a distance. He did. Which meant right. that 
like if you throw it three feet, you don't have to throw it that hard right. to get there. But if you're throwing it like 15 feet, it's going to have a little more velocity to it. <laughs> it's it going to have a, wrapped around his head. It's going to have a little more uh, piss and vinegar behind it. It's going to sting a right, little more. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wrapped around Trevor's head. And uh, that whole match was a shit show debacle. It was at a biker show. It was a weird show. It was hot outside. It was like 9,000 degrees in Florida. Yeah, that's but where then, that's where uh, two other things I remember. Well, three other things yeah. I remember happened. I remember when Hudak pulled up. And he got out right. of his car. Uh, an empty bottle of Four Loco fell fell out of the car when he got out of it. And he had another full Four Loco in his hand that he had just started. I was like, oh, boy, here we go with this. Uh, two, right. I remember that uh, uh, we had some pre- preconceived notions of the crowd because it was a biker crowd that we figured they yeah. were racist and that we were going to that uh, Frank was going to be the heel and Marco was going to be the baby but they totally were cheering for the black guy and everyone was confused. And so Marco and Frank had to like call an audible during that match. And uh, three, I remember uh, Derek Drexel was wrestling uh, gentleman. Jim, is that his name? Yes. Yes. And that Jim was a member of this biker gang. And this happened to be the hardcore match that they brawled all over the parking lot and everywhere. And they were using every item known to man. And you could tell this crowd thought this was a real fight and i saw people start to reach into their boots and pull out switchblades and other things and they were like thinking like if i get close if i get close to this guy i'm stabbing Derek because because he's beating the shit out of our boy our 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 club member and luckily they got back in the ring before anything happened but i saw i saw one guy specifically pull a fucking switchblade out of his boot and uh, i don't know what else was going on but if there was one guy doing that there were probably three guys doing that so i got a little nervous at one point during that match and i was like i think i even told somebody like maybe the ref like you got to get this back in the ring because this is bad <laughs> it's gonna get ugly dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of shows that's the kind of shows we ran yeah so um but that was the first the first time we tried to kill trevor then it was like I don't know if it was like right after that. It may have been the weekend. I think. After I that. think that was no. I think it was a double shot. I think it, that it, that right, show it was, like was Saturday, day. and Sunday was right. like a birthday party at someone's house. Right. So we did a. I I was I was running it at the time, and somebody had reached out about doing a birthday party in through Johnny, uh, our buddy Johnny, and the lady paid us like like two thousand dollars to set up a wrestling ring in their backyard and run a birthday party for their kid, which. It's fucking cool, right? Like so, we, that's, that's, we do the match was that's a lot of money for a well, you know, for a I pay everybody. Well, yeah, but what did you book five guys and ask two of them to wear masks and work twice? <laughs> right, well, you know, I was I was that guy. This is uh, let me just tell you something. I that was that was the budget for most uh, nights right. at SuperCon. Like and we had a ridiculous amount of people, and at the uh, end of the night, I was still pulling like, you know, fifty bucks out of my own pocket to pay people to cover the rest of it. So you, you, what are you trying to say? I'm a cheap fuck? No, I'm saying you had a windfall. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, whatever. Everybody got paid. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we it was me and JoJo again against Trevor, and I think it was his partner Mike, and. We had still kind of had a little, a little, from the night before, yeah. with the whole, 
debacle with he didn't want to wrestle. Blah, I think blah, that's, blah. that so was the point that was it carried over to the next day. It did, and he was yeah. back on the same bullshit of like, well, I don't want to do anything. And I was like, look, man, this lady paid money. We got to put a show on. He's like, yeah, I don't want to do anything because he it wasn't that he didn't, he just didn't want to work with us because we were dicks. So you were using his ring, whatever. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right, which he was getting paid for. So right. we get in there and he's like, he was just being very timid and like, like he was trying to not do anything. And when you, when you do that in wrestling, you're going to get hurt. Like he was just being like, he and, didn't want to do anything. And that's, so anyway, it's ridiculous because like of the two, two even afternoons, like the one right. that's a kid's birthday party, you would think, you don't have to worry and be like, right, right. like, like that. You guys are going to behave yourselves and not, and not do something we to were, in front was, of like so a bunch hot. of hot. Yeah, right. It was hot out. There was kids there. Yeah, the birthday party. But you know, he he got he got in that mood. He didn't want to do anything. And I don't know at what point it happened. I body slammed him, and I ran to do what they call a back senton. You literally just run at him as he's laying flat on the ground back down his face is up and you run and you just do like almost like a cannonball and your back lands on him but in the wrestling business you don't really touch them or you graze them or you know you're light with it i ran like i was rodney dangerfield doing the triple lindy <laughs> I, I just fucking i take off and i just i cannonballed and i landed all at that time i was probably 200 and maybe 40 pounds, 30 pounds, I'd landed full force on him. And all I remember him, I remember the air coming out of him. He's like, hey! and he goes, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And he couldn't, ca- he couldn't breathe. He couldn't catch his breath. And I was like, I got nervous. I was like, oh, shit, I killed him. And he really could not breathe. And he rolled, he literally rolled out of the ring going, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And he just rolled. And he got to the outside, and then his partner, like, looked at him, like, looked at me and, like, came in, and we kept going. And then somebody went out and tended to him. He didn't come back in the match the whole rest of the match because he literally couldn't breathe. I either broke his ribs and knocked the window. I don't remember what it was. But um, we, yeah, we didn't really, that was kind of the end of it right there. Me and him really never spoke again until recently. I just saw him a couple weeks ago, and we were cool. But Yeah, when you came down uh, to do the show, yeah. Right, but uh, yeah, I almost killed him, and it's funny because uh, I don't know—I don't know if the guy ever told you this story. I have—I have two more stories I'll tell really quick. It was the same night, and then uh, we'll, we'll 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 cut it because you know what time it is. It's dinner time. My mom's calling me. Uh, so anyway, we um, ma the meatloaf. Um, when Trevor first started with another guy named Frank Stone, who another friend of ours uh they had just started wrestling school and i had already been in the business forever and i kind of moseyed down to the wrestling school one night because i was bored and i got there and i was like i'll roll around i get in the ring and trevor starts to shoot on me like wrestling wise because they, they were like oh trevor's like a real wrestler so he's like really trying to wrestle me as if this is like the ncaa tournament well I don't know. I got pissed because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I had already been wrestling for ever, 10 years or something like that or somewhere around there. And we ended up like fighting, wrestling for real. And I ended up where I was on his back and I had him choked out and he tapped. And like both of our faces were red. I think I was bleeding a little bit. He was bleeding. 
And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And he was like, like, oh, you come in here like you're some nobody, like you're nobody. He didn't know who I was. Not that I was famous, but I had been around the business a long time. Totally disrespected me as a veteran. And I took that shit to heart because if I ever did that when I started, I would have got killed. So I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, he's like, he thought I was green. Like, you're new. And I was like, no, I've been doing this for fucking a long time, motherfucker. I was like, you definitely fuck with the wrong person. So I'm like, hot. Well, then Rusty's like, get in there with Frank. So me and Frank get in there and we call a spot. And Frank totally fucks the spot up. Totally fucks it up. So I'm, all right, let's try it again. Frank fucks it up again. All right, okay. One more time, buddy. Get in there. Frank fucks it up. Now this time he fucks it up and pops me in the mouth. Like, punches me right in the mouth. Because he thought I was, he didn't remember what the spot was. He wasn't supposed to throw a punch. I was supposed to throw it. He just punched me in the mouth. I, without even thinking, just out of anger, he punched me. I just fucking super kicked him for real. Like full on kicked him right in his fucking face, like right in his face. And he just popped, didn't even bump because it was real. He like went back. He's like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, you punched me in the mouth. He's like, he's like, my bad, man. He's like, you don't have to hit me back. I was like, no, yeah, bro. That's how that's, it is here. Like, that's what you do. That's how it is. Right. He was bleeding. I was bleeding. Uh, and his nose was bleeding. And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, bro. Fuck, you hit me, you know? So Rusty's like... And Rusty's panicking because he's, he's looking at two right. paying customers about right. to stop. So no, he called Kids. me out. He oh. called me out. Rusty goes, get out of here, get out of here. So I get out of the ring, he goes, let me talk to you. So we walk over by the other side, and he goes, you can't be doing that. This isn't like the old days. I said, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? He said, they're paying. That's what he said to me. They're paying. And I said, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. He's like... No, back in the day, you know, you guys could do that shit because, you know, you were all tough and you wouldn't have quit. These guys, they'll walk out and I won't get paid for next week. <laughs> that was the mentality. But to me, it pissed me off because that's not where I came from. That's not how I was taught or trained, you know? Like, if you couldn't hang in that situation, like, you know, listen to the last, what was it, two podcasts ago I talked about it. You couldn't hang in that situation. You were gone. Like, but now it was about it was, money. It so was part I, of the weeding out process. They didn't want... Right, people right. that weren't tough, mentally, so once he said mentally that, I, and physically. Right. Yeah, I grabbed my shit, and I will tell you, tell you two things, and we'll end it with this. I grabbed my shit that night, and I said, "I'm leaving." I never went back. And number two, which this is this is sad because Rusty's passed away now. From that day forward, my relationship with Rusty was never the same. Really? Uh, when I saw him at shows, he was. I used to be his pride and joy, man. For 10 years, when anything we did, he would be proud. I trained that guy. He was my guy. Like, proud of me. He was weird to me from that moment on for the next, you know, nine years until he passed away. He was never treated me the same, never looked at me the same, never. He took the side of those guys because they were paying the money. And I didn't understand that, obviously. Like, I didn't really give a fuck because I was like, this is bullshit. Uh, you know, but now. Well, so do you think Do you think that he, uh, yeah, but why would he be weird with you after that? It, it's not like, like he kind of set you straight and, uh, and whatever. I, if he was uncomfortable with you after that and part of that was on him, I think maybe he just, uh, 
maybe there was something uh, to him in his head, like like he was kind of like I, I don't I don't know what the word is. It's not like guilty or ashamed or something, but like that maybe, that maybe. that there was some kind of like compromising of the wrestling principles that he had to confess to you or something. Like you know, I don't. Like and I don't know because I know Rusty and I think he's a fantastic guy, but I never oh, had. Oh, was right. He but, was a great man, and great. he was always like, like the weird thing is like I never like, like knew him back when you guys were all training. I met him after I started getting involved with the, with the Supercon stuff and with you. Right. And I just went up to him one day and and like kind of introduced myself and I assumed that uh, Flex had said some really good things about me because he he's he kind of like was like, oh, I, I know who you are, and he's, right, he's had right. a lot of like, complimentary things to say, and obviously I was, like, giving opportunities to a lot of people that he had trained and whatever were, else right. and, and whatever. But, uh, but like, I had a totally different – I didn't have that – I never had that kind of relationship back when he was running a school or whatever. This is way after he had a school. Yeah, um, yeah and, and it, it was just – So I don't know if there, was like a, if there was, like, a compromising of principles that he, he told – like, kind of, like, you know, had to pull you aside and say, listen, things are not, like – we're not we're not training people the way right. we used to anymore, uh, and right. and that you you know, and after that he felt uncomfortable. Around, I don't I don't know because it, well, it wouldn't make I, sense. I also think part of it was well, I will tell you what it was. Part of it was is me not understanding that and me being like, well, fuck that. These guys are a bunch of pussies. So you like, made a yeah, even like, after he said something to you, you uh, right, you kind of right. like I was like, this isn't back. the way it okay. should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like. And now I will tell you, now I'm 40 years old, I, I, you know, I understand wrestling's not the same anymore. And for a long, oh, yeah. long time, up until like two years ago, I still had that mentality. But AEW, to me, has changed my mentality. And now I'm like, like, you're, you're right. Like, I was a dick. Like, there's no reason to be that guy. Yeah. But I was only like that because that's how I was brought up. I mean, like, and, and I he, went through it. And this was, and this is, this time period where you're talking about having this interaction with rusty over this uh yeah. is like the middle point between now and right. back when you uh started because uh now it's almost like another generation of guys since then yeah so you were talking yeah. two generations of guys now and and you if you try to run a school the way it was run when you came up when i uh, wouldn't make any fucking money when uh when well hold on when rusty said to you listen they're paying we can't do that anymore right. that th you would have weeded half the people out if you did it today mm. nobody would fucking attend your school you'd you'd no. be like driven out of the business uh you right. know it's it's like uh you know uh i mean wwe had this problem when they had some of the right. old school guys yep. like uh, like uh what's his name but i get that now i understand it now yeah. i understand it i understand it. and i you know i would never be that way now but no, but it was only because that's the way I was taught. But yeah, I mean, our relationship was never really the same after that. Which, whatever, that's partly on me too. And and I moved away, and I was never really around anymore. So I get it. But you know, look, there's there's there is a handful of people in wrestling that I always say, if it wasn't for them, I would never have got to experience it. Rusty is one of them. Number two is Flex Magnum, a good buddy, Flex. Uh, those two guys taught me what I need to know. And then Billy, obviously, because Billy was there by as the well. Way, but Billy was like the third of that, you know? Yeah. By the way, uh, <coughs> sorry. Uh, I, I think uh, uh, 
Bobby Rogers has offered to tell a flex story or two for the next whatever we oh, want to have okay. him on again. He volunteered. Well, yeah, I'm sure he does. Some kind of shaving of the uh, mustache and eyebrow and uh, yeah. some other stuff. He's got good ones. Yeah. So, but, but but I will say, so the three the, the three I'm Rusty, Flex, Billy, and Bobby. Without Bobby, I would have never got. I will even throw, you know, Ronimi in there. And then, uh, you know, that would be the five who helped me in that time. And then my after time, I would definitely say, uh, I mean, Carino was huge to me. And that, that second run I had, big, you know, like the, at the end there. But uh, And then Howard Brody. I got to put Howard over because I wouldn't have been on national television if it wasn't for Howard. So, you know, but that's that's the main guys. But let's go because it's, it's four, 45 minutes in. Dinner's calling. Pots and pans are banging. The the Heat have Pots won. Pots and pans. We got a have won 30% it all. off sale for the, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, we, hold on. Let's, yeah, let's do some bookkeeping here, man. You want to uh, – yeah. Uh, listen, this is your show. Why don't you you want you do the listen, advertisement? Read the copy. Brizclizz.com. Brizclizz.com. Merchandise. You can get your merchandise 30% off on Wednesday. That's that's now. Like you're gonna be listening to it before Black Friday. You know what? The website, it's open Thanksgiving. You don't have to go off Black Friday. 30% off. Now there is limited sizes because we're running out of stuff, but we're trying to get ready for the new batch of stuff next year. You got to get your stuff. We got hats, T-shirts, hoodies, tanks, and tons of stickers. Ben will send you. Uh, yeah, and then make sure, make sure that we, uh, you know, go check out the other social media. And I will say this: I am putting a match on YouTube tonight that I had at a pro wrestling turbo show in Greenville, South Carolina, a couple of years ago. It was probably one of the most fun matches I've ever had. When I watched it today. It actually made me think I can still do this. Oh boy! So that's going to be up tonight. Here we TK go. is putting it up for me tonight. We've already had a discussion. Me and Mister uh, Not Tony Khan, the other TK. Um, right. But yeah, there you go. So I, it, it's funny we have to, I want to confuse clarify that now. <laughs> right, right. So, all right, I got to go to dinner. They're all waiting for me. I'm going to blame you. Good, so. good. Tell your mom I'm trying to help her, but. Uh, but uh, right. if she keeps uh, keeps it up, I'm gonna leave this curse on herself. Yeah, I'm not gonna lift this curse, and she's gonna be uh, she's gonna be back That's to her right. biggest weight. All right, all right, goodbye. All right, bye.